0: I mean, we don't have it for the pre-roll though. We haven't said anything funny enough.
1: That's the pre-roll. That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: i i I've, I've been playing I've been playing Minecraft a lot recently. Do you want me to mention Tony Miola again? <laughs> hey, this is Sad Boys NFL Referees. I'm Shigley. <laughs>
1: I'm still odd and then We replaced the replacement refs at the last second, which is what? Uh, I, you kidding. said you said
0: it wasn't good you said it wasn't good no, i made the joke I, you
1: I, said it wasn't good no no i just said it wasn't relevant i replacement refs is always funny <laughs> there's, there's that's always good comedy just having random dudes show up and referee incredibly important games
0: uh yeah that's uh, uh, as as always we are we are very proud to be the uh the official soccer podcast of the cincinnati Bengals this week <laughs> they but, yeah, won we, their we, first we, playoff game in 31 years
1: and it's not, it's not like we fully support them or something yeah. like that, we but we're just, we've just decided that we, we've got that title now because Marvin well, Lewis. Well, I
0: mean, what other, what other, what other uh, soccer podcasts talk about the insanity Bengals of regularly?
1: Of course. <laughs> Especially, and you know what, do you know what Marvin Lewis couldn't do? Win a playoff game. And that's changed, <laughs> well, that's, that's a new, it's a new day now for the Bengals.
0: Uh, I, I love how this meme has just continued. I had to explain it to somebody when I told them that I run the official soccer podcast of the Cincinnati Bengals, I had to explain that. (laughs) Cause what? Like we just randomly, for some reason I mentioned Marvin Lewis one episode while RJ was gone. And then like the next time RJ was gone, I mentioned Giovanni Bernard, I think. (laughs) I even, that's a reference. I don't even fully know. (laughs) It's like a backup running back. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but uh, the Bengals got their first playoff win in 31 years. Uh the Steelers went down exactly in the way that Adnan predicted it. Uh the Chiefs the Chiefs actually scored so many points against the Steelers that they ran out of fireworks at Arrowhead.
1: That's good comedy.
0: <laughs> and like
1: what's funny is that in the beginning of the game it was like it it, it was it seemed like a classic AFC defensive like game, you know, 7-7, neither offense did too well. And then the Chiefs just decided to be the Chiefs again and they just ran riot on that defense. That's and, the thing. And like, Ben Roethlisberger did not have a good send off, but I mean, at least he got to play in the playoffs as a send off, so it's not too
0: bad. Eh. Uh I, I still think that he would have gone out as a legend by uh, ending his career in the With weirdest way possible. Yes, sat at home watching a tie. <laughs> that is how you. That that is how you go out. Uh, like a champion. I mean, I. Uh, I- <laughs> You know, Gyork does that again and it scares me. <laughs> like like the
1: Dallas Cowboys, that was cut short. Hey oh. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh so I we just uh we had some technical difficulty as everybody got booted from the call.
1: Yeah, I, I started talking to myself for a bit. I have no idea where any of was, was. I
0: was talking to myself for a bit, and I just sat there like, okay, uh non respond. Respond. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just saw you like not talking anymore in Discord. So I'm like, oh, my time to shine.
0: <laughs> my moment, finally. Uh, but yeah, the uh, so what? Yeah, I, I it, it just caught the end of us talking about the Steelers, uh, Steelers losing to the Chiefs. Then I started talking about uh, Pats got destroyed by the Bills, which I was predicting the Pats would win, and that did not happen.
1: Yeah, that was one of the biggest blots I've, I've ever seen. In my life, there was a good tweet where it's like, if there were no end zones, the game would have never ended, the, or the Bills would have never given up the ball because they could have oh, just yeah. kept going and going and going and going.
0: And they, they like that's the thing, like they got so many, so much yards, so much yards. <laughs> but you never stopped. Like that, the, 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 those kind of chunk plays are fun. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the one. Playoff game that nobody cared about. The the Buccaneers uh beat the Eagles like very cleanly. Like it wasn't a blowout. It wasn't like interesting. It was just yeah, figured this would happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, that it was always like imagine, but yeah, like no one no one really thought that you know they would it's Eagles could have happen. a chance. Especially <laughs> I think I think the Tampa Bay had like 15 first downs, so the Eagles won early on, which is not uh, good for the Eagles.
0: And then uh, finally, I predicted that the Cowboys would like at least like put put the Bucks up, but I think but like Cowboys lost to the 49ers at home. But it was a bit of controversy there. There were a couple of different there were a couple of different things. I mean ba- in, in the Bengals game there were a couple of like very weird calls yeah. like uh, like the touchdown with the whistle that blew.
1: Yeah, for context, uh, the quarterback rolls out to the sideline and he doesn't step out of bounds. But as he's throwing it, the referee blows his whistle to say that he had stepped out of bounds, and the catch gets caught. Or the The receiver catches the, the ball in the end zone, so it's technically like a touchdown. But the defense had somewhat stopped playing. But they reviewed it, realized it wasn't out of bounds, and they had to give the touchdown as a result. But, so that was a bad call. And then, so my,
0: my dad was my dad actually had had lots of opinions on that as it happened because that was that's called an incidental, I believe, uh, erroneous incidental. whistle. Erroneous whistle. Yeah. And it's supposed to be blown well, if the play is blown dead, then it's dead. And if there was an erroneous whistle, they just replay the down. So that down should have been replayed. But instead, but instead they allowed the touchdown to happen. Uh it was a it was an absolutely blown call. Uh and then also like later on, uh they stopped the like later on the first half, uh they stopped the clock. Uh when a player was tackled out of bounds, uh, if a player is tackled out, of, is tackled in, into the sideline, the the clock continues to run. If they, if like they, if they touch the sideline uh, before they are considered down, then this clock gets stopped. So they stop the clock when they shouldn't have, essentially allowing uh, Oakland to get an extra timeout in the first half.
1: Yeah, and then there was a pretty lame um, ha, ha, roughing the passive penalty where the guy just has his hands up to block and he kind of just bumped into him.
0: But, so, yeah. But that, yeah. that was the Bengals game. We're talking about the Cowboys game, which is the big one where uh, at the end of the game, near the end of the game, well, the clock the is running. Game. Yeah, uh, clock is running. I mean, first of all, uh, I feel like they should have had a timeout. Like They called a timeout uh, for a second down of uh, the Niners' possession. I don't like when you call a timeout like early on when you can call a timeout later, and that gives you more time, essentially. I uh, think they
1: had to have burned those timeouts, though, just to stop as much as possible when the 49ers well, so drive.
0: So they had two timeouts left. And yeah, they burned one earlier. I didn't know about had, the one they burned. Yeah, they, they had two timeouts left, and the Niners had three downs. You don't want to do it on that first down on that first down, where you have two timeouts left, you want to save it for the last two possible downs. You can use that timeout for. Fair, I guess. Yeah, uh, at least that's you, my opinion.
1: Mm. Uh, I, I think they. Well, I don't know why they had to use that timeout earlier on, but yeah, them not having three timeouts really hurt them.
0: Well, they, I think they used. I think they did use it on that drive, but it you was know, like in I, a different I situation. Think, yeah,
1: I think. Oh, maybe, maybe then, maybe going into the drive, they had three timeouts. I don't. Yeah. It.
0: Uh, but so it was like. Five, like six seconds left. Uh, Dak Prescott makes the stupid decision that instead of throwing the ball, he was going to scramble for like, you know, 10 yards or something. He got
1: 15, <laughs> which, which ended up being a difference, to be fair.
0: Yeah. And he gets, he gets down. He puts the ball down. He gets his center over there. His center has the ball. And then the referee comes through and knocks everyone over <laughs> and gets to the ball. Because uh, the referee has to spot the ball, that's the first thing. Like you need to give the ball to the referee so they can spot it, so you can so you can actually you know take yeah. the snap. Uh, otherwise, it's an illegal play. Uh, and then, or at least like I don't know what the specific rule is. That's but- such a
1: stupid rule, by the way. That's, like maybe I guess there's probably like some way teams could abuse it, but yeah, it seems so stupid. that The referee has to like touch the ball.
0: But yeah, so that's the situation that happened. But in the same time, like the way that the referee got there, and like all of the bumbling around that happened because of the referee, that ate up a lot of that clock because they did not have much time left.
1: No, so yeah, the the first thing is that Dak, if he if he pulls up about five yards earlier, he gets he gets it off in time easily. But he because there's no real difference between the twenty five or the thirty at that stage. Or I think it was like the twenty to twenty five. But yeah, the biggest thing is the referee. Like he runs over, he bumbles over like the offensive lineman. He then picks instead of just like touching the ball, just to at least, you know, get it down and then maybe review it later if it's like a half yard back, he decides to bend over, grab the ball, and then place it behind where the lineman's hand is. They have to readjust real quick, they get it off. Apparently, they had actually gotten the snap off in time, but they weren't able to get the spike. Yeah, they weren't able to get the spike in time. So I saw a good analysis point on ESPN where apparently in that situation a quarterback should change the play and just say like no everyone just run and like instead of spiking it just hold on to it and then hope his receivers can figure out something. But it, it's still a bad look for the referees because if the referee had played that perfectly, the, the snap would have gotten off.
0: There is the there is the legendary uh, fake spike play. I forgot who I forgot what team it was, but like there is a legendary. Or niners. Yeah, the fake That's spike. A,
1: that's a good um highlight if you've ever seen it. I think it was at the end of a half. Or maybe at the actually the very end of a game. I think it was the end of the game. No, 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 not not that one. I'm talking about different instances where the Bears no, tried. Yeah. Oh, you oh okay. So yeah, the Bears tried a fake spike. Oh, I'm thinking the re- different, uh, so okay. <laughs> it was at the end of a Bears game, right? And they tried to do a fake spike, but they realized it wasn't gonna work because the receivers were guarded. I guess the safeties were ready for it. So then the guy backs up like a step or two and then spikes it. That's not legal. That's technically intentional grounding, intentional which grounding. means a 10-second runoff, which meant the end of the game. <laughs> it's such a funny highlight if you want to like, look it up.
0: That's stupid. Uh, also, we're kind of just like we are uh, slightly stalling because uh, we're, this is the earliest that we've ever recorded the podcast, I think. It's like it's like 11 in the morning. We usually record this sometime around like at, or two at the earliest or yeah. like, I you definitely know, think
1: six. one or two is the earliest. Yeah.
0: But. And right now we're getting some like news <sighs> in about the fire that I just want to make sure that we got. So we're kind of stalling a bit.
1: I'm just I'm, I'm just heating up for the day. I'm not even stalling to be fair. <laughs> it, it takes me a while. I, I went to Aldi like at 10 a.m. for or 9.30 actually when I left the house. And then I messed up my time management when I got back home. It's been... It's been a hoo-ha, and I still got to go to work for seven and a
0: half hours, so that's not what I do. I got into about like a half-hour-long argument about Sam Kerr. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but the, the other fun thing, this, going into soccer <sighs> now, uh, the other fun thing about the 49ers-Cowboys game is that it was on Nickelodeon. MLS should be on Nickelodeon.
1: <laughs> and Twitch. I want to see, because uh, obviously you've told us about how bad MLS was hate, on Twitch. I hate watching on Twitch. Well, I want to watch MLS on Twitch, because that'd be funny. Because you know, I'm I'm in for the chaos and the stupidity of it all. Uh, it's right, not. I mean, that, it's not that it's chaos. It's just like okay. Well, Cell uh, is obviously just sexism, I assume. But at least you would not get that. Not MLS. even that.
0: Like it's just annoying. Like you get you just get like all the stands in there, and it's that's just annoying. That's funny. That's fu- if you, that's, I'm, that, that's not chaos. That's annoying. I, imagine Portland, Seattle, boy
1: on Twitch, and just the chat just never shutting up. Oh, I remember I remember really that
0: awesome. they used to have some US Open Cup games on YouTube, and I remember, uh, I used to spam the chat, uh, it was back during the, uh, you remember when uh, the fire lost to Seattle by, like, five goals or something? It's like 6-0? Yeah, Open Cup. Yeah. That was on, that was on YouTube. And I was spamming the chat. <laughs> I was spamming the chat helping out.
1: <laughs> Good times.
0: Uh, but, like, I, they they did have that sort of thing before and it wasn't like that bad but i don't want to deal with that i want nickelodeon where it's just like you know you got young sheldon made me laugh at least just want just the once a young sheldon joke made me laugh in that in that uh in that broadcast when they're talking about holding
1: mm. well, i was like i don't want to hold anything
0: no, he said. Uh, the only thing I hold is a grudge. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's it, it is funny just watching like <laughs> growing, watching a vitally important NFL game and then watching you know people get slimed or random kids just showing up and oh, talking. Oh, about oh it. man,
0: and the most legend did they actually slime Dak Prescott?
1: I don't know they did. I, I know he got. We had back to, back to back years. The MVP was the losing team's quarterback.
0: <laughs> I like I have because. Uh, the the problem with last year was that like they couldn't actually get to anybody to slime them. Uh, like it, it was you know, it was well, so like yeah, yeah, just... and, and like they couldn't figure out how to get it all done. And then this year they like specifically they're like, we are sliming someone this year. We have the freaking like glass tank what we will shove them into. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, oh boy, they're gonna slime Dak Prescott.
1: <laughs> Cause I remember they showed how many <laughs> Cowboys players and coaches were down for it. But obviously, you know, you don't want to do that at the end of the game. You've just lost like that.
0: I, I wanted that so bad. <laughs> just so stupid. Like, I, I think the MVP is going to be a curse now. I hope so. That's two years in a there's row. A, there's a
1: really good picture where it's uh, Mitch Trubisky handing off the trophy <laughs> to Death Pryceau. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious.
0: <laughs> it's also a horrible Photoshop, too. It is horribly done. Like his hand, his hand, Trubisky's hand and head doesn't even look real.
1: <laughs> Mr. Trubisky doesn't look real.
0: <laughs> that is true. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, we can move on to uh, Europe stuff now. This is your this is your job. There's there's no NFL games in
1: Europe, so um,
0: <laughs> NFL hey, oh. Europe ended years ago.
1: <laughs> Man. I remember in my in my one of my old Madden games, I, I would love to just play in the European teams because it, it was oh, like oh, yeah. Berlin, whatever. And then there was like those special Berlin teams. Fire. It was a mess. Okay, no. Were they fire? I don't think they were fire, but they were something related. Um, Premier League, the most eventful one as per usual. City effectively clinched the league because they beat Chelsea 1-0. Chelsea down bad, at Liverpool. They won this weekend, but they've got AFCON, so they're missing players and they're not as good. So City have won the league, which is a shame, but no one really cares, so it's not that bad. Um, narrative and Felipe Coutinho lead to Manu bottling it. Manu were up 2-0 at Villa. And Felipe Coutinho came on, on loan from Barca. He was subbed on. And I was watching this game at work as a net fan, and I genuinely thought to myself, like, ah, oh, it's funny because it's not going to matter anyway. And then Coutinho assisted and then scored the game-tying goal. And it's obviously disappointing for Manu, but, you know, you can never beat narrative. You can only hope to contain narrative. And getting a point in that, in that circumstance, that's not the worst thing in the world. Ralph Ragnick is not going to stay permanently. So that's good, at least. You don't have to worry about that in the future. Do
0: you remember Felipe Coutinho? I think so.
1: The little Liverpool, I went to Barca and then went yeah. on loan to Munich and then scored on Barca in the Champions League because Barcelona deserve everything they get. <laughs> um, North London Derby postponed, which is very controversial because apparently, I don't know all the details, but Arsenal only had like maybe two ish players out with COVID. Which obviously like isn't ideal, but in the past, teams have played with players missing with COVID. It's so only like when there's a massive outbreak, they've canceled games. But Arsenal applied because um, I think they've got some players out for Afcon as well, and they just applied just just to see what happened, and the Premier League actually accepts postponing the game. And not only are Spurs fans upset, but like everyone else is upset because it's it's a big club bias, and it's it's not consistent in at all almost with how they're approaching COVID games and regulations and when to postpone stuff. Yeah. Because, like, some have been forced to play their kids. Some have been able to get some extra time. And then, you know, I saw apparently some teams were complaining that they shouldn't have to play against certain players who were signed. So, like, let's say a game was supposed to happen in December. It happens in January, and they had signed a player in January before that game actually happens. Teams would argue that that player shouldn't be allowed to play since the game was supposed to happen before he was signed, which is incredibly stupid, but it just goes to show how much discussion there always is about these new circumstances. And then, lastly, you put this one in the chat, which is funny, or in, in the notes. Uh, Rafa Benitez was fired by Everton, and in peak Everton fashion, uh, they are, are not looking for a great replacement that would make the, clubs ha- the, the fans happy. They're looking for Roberto Martinez. Who flopped with them in the past? He was good for a bit, but then it all went downhill very, very quickly. The fans don't like him, and it'd be hilarious if Everton um, get him because it would obviously just be more peak Everton. You know they always do stupid things. The the final note I have there is that um, it just says loser club because Everton's a loser <laughs> club. If you support Everton, you're not a loser, but you, the, the, it's a loser club, is what I'll say.
0: You you yourself are not a loser, but like. You are associated with them.
1: Like, you support losers. Like, you support absolute lamos. Lamos is a weird term to use. But, yeah. Germany. um, Hoffenheim is fourth, apparently, according to you. Which isn't too surprising, because they used to actually be in European competitions. So, they are a team that can kick into gear when things go well. They're they're really good under Nagelsmann. But they had also been near the bottom in recent years. So, it is kind of surprising. Um, No one else cares about anything else in the Bundesliga. Like, genuinely. Bayern of league and Dortmund are going to be second. In the two Bundesliga, Bremen got helped out by other teams dropping points. First place, uh, St. Pauli dropped points. They tied. Schalke tied as well. I think even Hamburg tied. Yeah, Hamburg tied as well. Dream stuff there. Bremen won 3-0, but they only scored after the other team had a player sent off. For not like a horror tackle. But like you know, when you're playing FIFA and the guy's gone, and you just decide to take him out, and like in the game you get a yellow because he doesn't realize how real life is. But obviously <laughs> in real life, if you just take a dude out with like no intention of getting the ball and like you completely wipe him out, it's gonna be a red. That's what happened pretty much. Nice. And then Bremen actually started playing. They made two good substitutions, which which helped the team. But yeah, hopefully they can they can just like get going right from the beginning next game. And then we'll see. Maybe they'll actually, because now, now I'm way too confident about Bremen because the rest of the league is kind of like, you know, there's no like big team dominating it, and Bremen are really heating up. So now, like I've told my dad, like it's a shame for everyone else in the league that it's over, that Bremen are just going to win it eventually because I'm, I'm an idiot that gets toxic for some reason sometimes. As I, as I say, five minutes after calling Everton a loser club. Italy, Inter won the Super Cup. Uh, Alexi Sanchez scored in like the 120-somethingth minute which was really funny because my friend texted me like, oh, hey, this game's about to go to penalties. And then he watched that goal happen, which is always a shame when you have a goal really late in overtime because at that stage, anyone that's not involved inside of those teams is kind of rooting for a penalty shootout. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like, like you know, as I said, cheering for, cheering for the tie. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what the Raiders get, by the way, for, <clears throat> for not forcing the tie. They, they deserve they to get. lose against the Bengals, yeah. And especially yeah. the Chargers. And even the Steelers, you know what? Even though they did nothing wrong in that situation, I still maybe maybe they deserve some blame for that.
0: You know, you know, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger has done some terrible things in his life. Obviously,
1: yeah. <laughs> ben, Ro- ben Roethlisberger should have told them to tie. He should have like public, had a public message saying, "Hey guys, please tie," so I don't have to actually end my career against the Chiefs. <laughs> anyway, but Juve are, are still rising in the league, which is interesting. They're they're very close to the top four. I don't think they'll obviously have enough time to win the league. But they should be back in the Champions League. And I mean, it's it's Juve, so it's where they belong. But there's, there's it's going to be a good race because there are, are good teams in Italy. Like one of Inter, AC, Napoli, Atalanta, or Juve will miss on the Champions League. So that's interesting. And then lastly, the, um, well, in Spain, Real won the Super Cup. There was a really, there was actually a pretty good Classico on, during the week because it was like the semifinal. And Barca didn't get smashed like everyone thought they would. They just didn't know how to... They didn't have defenders sometimes, which meant that Real got to counter on them. So that was, you know, whatever. And then in transfer news, Nani to Venezia, which is very much a vibe. Venezia is like that fashion team in Italy. We're actually... I don't think we are doing too poorly. I don't think they're in the relegation zone. I like obviously, the- you've got the American Gian- Gianluca Busio.
0: I like the meme uh, that somebody said, which is like, Venezia is just running itself like me playing FIFA. <laughs>
1: it's just a vibe, yeah. They are, they are not in the relegation zone, but they're only clear by about two points. So it's very close. And then we've got uh, Jesus Corona, which you'll probably talk about later. He went to Sevilla. Lucas Digne, Luca Digne, I should say, went to Aston Villa, which just goes to show how stupid Everton are. And then Chris Wood to, uh, I, I put Burnley for some reason, he went to Newcastle. Which isn't the most remarkable transfer, except when you think about. He was signed by Newcastle from Burnley, where obviously they're relegation rivals. Newcastle paid a release clause for him. then they did overpay, but it's very much them paying mainly, because like Chris Wood isn't like the best player in the world. Like I don't think Newcastle even needed him up top. But it's going to weaken the rivals. And if they have the money to overpay for players like that that ensure they're staying in the league. I mean, you you can't blame them for that, but it seems kind of toxic that they've only signed him because he plays for the releg like their rivals in the relegation fight, and they have the money to pay, you know, his release clause. I don't know. It's it's interesting because it, it might showcase what Newcastle will be willing to do in the future. You're writing notes about Afcon. My favorite, my highlight of Afcon so far. First, there was a bunch of one zero games, which is funny because. Oh, yeah.
0: There's a bunch of, like, 1-1 games, too.
1: Yeah, because African teams aren't famously known for defending, you know? You usually have, like, attack or stuff like that. You expect, like, free-flowing soccer stuff like that. But no, it's been good defensive football from the lads over there. And then um, Ghana played Morocco, I believe.
0: Yeah, Ghana lost to to Morocco 1-0. And then Ghana took a draw against Gabon 1-1 after having a man sent off. Uh, so Ghana only has one point in their group right now. They Alger- are Algeria is uncertain. the same. Uh, I, I, I had a question of how did Nigeria and Egypt end up in the same group? Don't ask me how AFCON works. Like, there have been so many tweets and messages like on social media about how
1: is just a vibe. There have been, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't been about paying last too close. Week. Did we talk about last week how the referee tried to end the game early twice? Oh, you did. I don't think we talked about that last week yet. Uh, Tunisia played someone, I can't remember. And the referee tried to end the game in the 85th minute, which is obviously not allowed. And then there was supposed to be like three minutes of injury time. And he ended the game before we'd even gotten to the 90th minute mark.
0: Was and that the one added- against Mali?
1: Yes, I believe. Maybe. Because yeah,
0: Mali beat, Molly beat Tun- Tunisia.
1: 1-0 in the first game? 1-0. Yep, that was 1-0. The and then what's apparently even funnier is that like five minutes after the whole game had ended, they were like, okay, we'll, we'll play out the final four minutes and according to the tunisian coach their players were already in like the recovery stations like you know those big uh, leg sleeve things like the inflatable ones yeah <laughs> apparently some players were already in those and they're like we're not going to play the rest of this game No, you ended it early what are we supposed to do about it and i guess afcon's not i guess afcon's just not going to step in and intervene because obviously that shouldn't happen you know you shouldn't have a game ended early intentionally by a referee because that's that's almost blatant corruption that's not a mistake you make as a referee like that you know especially like at that stage but I mean Afcon doesn't care. as we've said before, Afcon is, I guess, a vibe. There is there's less rules and regulations. You're uh, right, I know it's about Sierra Leone, which just goes to show.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that was that that was fun because it was a 93rd minute uh equalizer against Cote d'Ivoire. Like it's it's like a team a team that is basically just Kai Kamara <laughs> like the only player that any of us know on the Sierra Leone team is Kai is Kai Kamara was oh, actually
1: I, I didn't realize that. He has, I he started he started for him we, the fire uh, w- once again the fire should on Kai Kamara uh, thats all I'll say
0: he started for 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 uh Ivory Coast and me well, not, not Ivory Coast. he started for C- Sierra Leone against Ivory Coast and like Ivory Coast has like uh Kessie. they got they got uh, Pepe they got uh, Aurier, uh, Bailey. Uh, I think Sangare is an important goalkeeper, and that that was that was where the problem happened because I think Sangare uh, got injured on that play as uh, Sarah Leone came around and got the empty net, and nice. uh, they, they they picked up a draw. So now Sarah Leone is in uh, is currently in third uh, for uh, Group E they're 1 point behind uh, equatorial guinea and very possibly could uh could jump them and make it into the next round uh and then i'm i'm trying to find like any of the other ones that are like interesting uh to me uh Burkina Faso is actually is currently ahead of Cape Verde in group A uh by the end of by the end of recording, it will be decided because they're currently actually they're actually currently playing every single game in Group A right now is a one one game.
1: <laughs> of course, of course, it is.
0: Uh, but Cape Verde is in third right now with four points uh, and zero goal differential. They only have two goals though, and Burkina Faso is uh, has four points, but they have three goals four instead of two. So yeah, that. Looks like it's about it. I mean, Group B, it's uh, G- Guinea is in first uh, and Senegal's in second. Uh, I'm trying to find any other like weird things that I I mean, yeah, Group E, Algeria is in fourth place right now, which is just outstanding. Uh, how I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be like, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if they'd be the, the favorites in Group B e, uh, because uh, that's where Ivory Coast is as well, but I don't think that they're supposed to. Not when uh, Equatorial Guinea actually beat Algeria in the 70th minute with a 70th minute goal. Uh, and uh, just saying, Riyad Maras and, uh, and Figuli were in the starting lineup for Algeria in that game.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, they might be able to pull it back. I don't know how the standings are all worked out, but it's not been a good start for them.
0: So this is. You know what? I, I mean, the thing is, like, I haven't really gotten a chance to watch it because I've been <laughs> busy with at, other things, but...
1: At this stage, it's not the most exciting stuff to watch because there's still a lot of teams in Africa that aren't, like... You know, like, obviously, we're, we're getting some upsets, so it's been competitive, but there's not, like, the big teams with the big names all playing each other yet. Once again, we've gotten Egypt and Nigeria, but, like, once we get to the knockout stages, that's when the tournament should really heat up, depending on how many small teams will happen. Because it'd be, it'd be funny if now we got the Kai Kamaras playing against like Egypt and all of them in like the
0: quarterfinals. It's, it, you know what? Yes, it is a vibe. Uh, so, uh, up next. Oh, God, this is now completely my show now. Uh, J-League, the only thing that I have to say is uh, uh, apparently Kobe Kobe's building a Iniesta statue. I
1: mean, uh, we don't realize how big of an impact he said that. Maybe he's had a bigger impact than we think
0: i don't think he has there's there's some there's some reports from j league people that are just like i don't know why <laughs> they're they're actually crowdfunding it uh they want i believe it, i believe they want 15 million yen which is a hundred thousand dollars i think oh they
1: might be able to get that just from like random people in Spain. they i'll just see andres and yes and go <laughs> oh that's the boy
0: yeah that's the boy uh, I I need to I need to actually visualize this for a quick second because the I believe I told you the shorthand before, which is you just uh, take off two zeros on it. Yeah, it's 150000 $150, dollars, and I believe they want eighty some eighty something million yen for uh, to build a park right next to it, like a children's park. I mean, it's not the worst investment, to be fair, but it's, it's also very funny. Some loud noises coming from your end. <laughs>
1: yeah i tried i tried sneaking in the kitchen to get a pop-tart but that was a mistake how dare I'm you back
0: uh i'm a I, hungry I have, boy
1: that I need, so we're we'll gonna dig sporting goods for seven and a half hours all right i need fuel i have to i'm
0: gonna have to edit now come on man <laughs> uh anyway uh so yeah that's uh honestly everybody agrees that king kazu deserves a statue before and does I thought you were, I thought you were going to say something. Okay. No, you. No, that's right. I was,
1: I, I was, again, the, the, the hunt for the Pop-Tart continues. <laughs> the hunt the, the, uh, continues. It's, it's not working out so far well, but I mean, uh, uh King, I mean, who's going to, who's going to build the statue for Kazu though? Cause the problem uh, is he's in like, that location that he's really been a star for. He just kind of do this place team. for a while. He's just left them though.
0: He's, he's just left them. And, but like out of all the players in the J league that deserve a statue, it's King Kazu. You got you to admit
1: that. That's true. I don't mean to be toxic, but I just got. you know, I mentioned in the pre-roll that I had gone to Aldi with my mother. She told me she got Pop-Tarts, right? She got off-brand Pop Pop-Tarts. She got off-brand uh, Pop-Tarts. Off-brand. That's, that's, that's despicable behavior. No, I'm kidding. I'm just being toxic now. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that, that's how it has been going for me.
0: <laughs> that's how life is for me. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so Women's Empowerment League, I have nothing right now because there's nothing going on. Uh, I do have more NWSL updates. Or if you remember last week, I said the update of they were trying to force through the sale to a different guy. Apparently, uh, Michelle Kang whipped out the Uno reverse card on Baldwin uh, because. So here's how here's how how it's happening so far. You remember how I said that uh, Ovechkin Ovechkin bought into the Washington Spirit. A bunch of people, a bunch of random people, bought into the Washington Spirit, but they hadn't actually paid yet.
1: Hadn't. Hadn't the Wang hadn't she done
0: that last week though? Now, that that like, was right after years? right after right after we recorded. Oh, Okay, that was right after we recorded, so I needed to give an update on it. That's right. So you remember you remember how Ovechkin had bought into the Washington Spirit along with a bunch of other random people, but they had not actually paid any of their money yet. What happened is Kang used that debt and turned it into her own equity in the team, which gave her a 52% stake in the team, which meant that she was now the voting majority of the team.
1: <laughs> Girl boss moment. I hope that term isn't like toxic now, by the way, because I, I, I turned on the TV this morning to put on Center and they're talking about whether or not the, the terms are stopped being used. So hopefully that's still a, a term I can say and not get yelled at.
0: I mean, it is, it is
1: a girl boss moment because that's funny.
0: I mean, Just it, is, on that dude like it that. is a legendary moment that she pulled out the Una reverse card on him. And uh, she said that she still has her her offer for the entire team open to buy out Baldwin's steak. She still has that offer on the table. Is it the same offer? It is the same offer. She's to lower that now. She's gotta, no, she, have, she, no, no, she, no. Said, she, she said that I, like she's, she's, she's
1: not going to, but you can't be too nice because now she has so much leverage.
0: And the funny thing is, is that like she's now going to go to like the NWSL owners meeting. It's like, hey, you guys wanted me out. I'm here now. <laughs> oh, they wanted her out. Why did they and, want well, her they, out? The 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 NWSL owners were trying to force through the sale to the other guy. Oh, because uh, wait, and she one? was the one. She was the one who was offering more money. <laughs> mm. So I I just like that. Like that was a very good day because later in the day, well, I mean. In the morning, before that, uh, it was announced that the Red Stars got Yuki back. Uh, Yuki is uh, y- Yuki's getting, getting, uh, is already at the later end of her career, and uh, she's found someone that she wants to be with. Uh, but they live in Chicago, so she wanted to m- make the move back to Chicago. i uh, you know, and hopefully that means more, more, uh, more. Uh, Bruce Broken, Bruce Broken Band. Yep, that, so- that concert. What I will ask is that the, the new
1: owner of Washington renames them Washington Breakers and bring back uh, Abby back. That's all I ask. Washington Wait, no, I'm thinking about the, Bo- I'm thinking yeah, about the Boston thinking the Breakers. Yeah, you're thinking of the Boston Breakers. You know what? I want her to then move the team to Boston and make them the Boston Breakers,
0: which would, uh, which would
1: obviously not make any sense, but it'd be funny to me. Because I, I, for some reason, yeah, I have uh,
0: Should I try to look up
1: a Boston Breakers jersey online?
0: Oh, God. I remember that do I continue my final, ars, my their final, final jersey... Uh, their final jersey, uh, I believe, had had a uh, had a sponsorship that just looked like a Tetris block. <laughs> the sponsor on the final Boston Breakers jersey was just like a Tetris block. Do you remember what year that'd be? I just got the picture of it for you.
1: <laughs> oh, and I'm sending them. it. Oh, let me see this.
0: Uh, but yeah, they had a Tetris block at, uh, as their sponsorship. Nice. I don't even know. I don't even know who the sponsor nice. was. It was just a Tetris block. Uh, is anyway, are they really
1: playing in that picture? Why uh, did they
0: just have the NW? Solo? FC Kansas City.
1: That is one of the most. That's one of the worst logos I've seen in I, my life.
0: I remember you talking about how much you hated that logo, the FC oh, Kansas City logo. Yeah, because you were
1: told because their new Kansas City
0: logo sucks,
1: and you were like, "Oh, look at these old ones," and that one's even that one sucks so bad too. What is wrong with the graphic designers in Kansas City? Did, like, did everyone that did the sporting KC logos, just everyone left?
0: Uh, you know, they're just not involved, I don't think.
1: That looks terrible. Like, that kit matchup's terrible, too, because you've got... You've got a jersey that's half blue, half white, with blue shorts, blue socks. And then the other team is wearing a white jersey with blue shorts and white socks. That is not good enough.
0: <laughs> that is not enough of difference. Uh, Anyway, uh, and... Uh, while we we're on a good vibe about the end of SL time to turn it back off again, uh, Portland ruins everything by explicitly saying they will no longer meet with supporters because they don't want to be held accountable for Paul Riley. And this isn't just the, the Thorns, this is also the Timbers. Uh, they will no longer be meeting with the fans.
1: Man. They used oh, to have regular too. they
0: used to have regular meetings with the fans to like, you know, deal with certain issues, but after after continued protests about the way that players were treated and uh, the way that Paul Riley was just sort of allowed to leave quietly, uh, there have been qu- obvious questions asked of the Portland uh, Thorns and Portland Timbers organization because it's the same organization. And uh, Thorns slash Timbers just decided, yeah, we're not going to talk to you anymore. Right. Uh, it seems it, like the, the issue right now is that it seems like the NWSL is basically saying, we have sponsorship money now. We can we we have we have security now because we have sponsorship money, so we don't need to focus too much on our fans. And I think that that is a very very dangerous assumption that they've made. That's gonna that's gonna wreck the league.
1: <laughs> I can't wait until in two years' time we're now talking about the the WPSL something because they're gonna have to make another new league.
0: I believe the WPSL already happened. Of course.
1: Of <laughs> course. They they've, they've taken all the good acronyms.
0: Wait, no, the WPSL is like the is the second division. Oh, I right. I just went
1: Women's Professional Soccer League, so I'll have to be more clever with the fake names from now on.
0: Yeah, w, WPSL is the uh is the uh is the amateur league. Just just called the She Believes League. Why not? Let's get more <laughs> Let's get more and more of that name out there. <sighs> Oh, she- man,
1: the Women's Empowerment League and the She Believes League. <laughs> she Believes Cup is still one of the stupidest things I've heard in my life, man. Uh,
0: anyway, we can move on to MLS. Uh, so players leaving. Uh, you already mentioned that Nani left for Venice. Uh, Rodrigo Pinheiro of Nashville goes to Chile. He's going to be playing for Union Española. Uh, Ryan Shawcross of Inter Miami retires. Uh, in the trade news, LAFC send around 1.5 million in GAM to Colorado for Kellen Acosta, and the Sounders trade Morris to Columbus for 50k in GAM. What, huh? Uh, Jake Morris, not Jordan Morris. <laughs> All
1: right. All right. Well, so you, are you proud of that? Yes, you, I'm you very proud of that. Proud of one of
0: well, I I had that same reaction because I'm just scrolling through MLS MLS transfer news and I just see Morris traded to Columbus and I'm like, what? <laughs> I it's didn't okay. see any of that. You know how there's
1: the three. Um, Watt brothers, TJ, JJ, and the other one on the Steelers.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Well, we'll just pretend his name is like Bryce or something. Someone had bet money that Bryce uh, Watt would score the first touchdown in the the game last night. And TJ Watt got it. And the guy didn't realize there were different Watts, I guess. Because he started posting on Twitter celebrating it. And then realized probably after the fact that he was wrong because he put on the wrong uh, Watt brother to score the first touchdown. Wait, there's Derek Watt. Of course, yeah. Bryce was too cool what, of a name for that
0: What position does Derek even play?
1: Special teams. He may I have mean, been playing probably. on special teams at the start of the game. He's probably like a fullback or something.
0: Yeah, he's a fullback. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He's a fullback. Uh, he, he, he was playing for the Chargers for a while, actually. Uh, anyway, uh, wait, no, I got to go back up. Uh, that was it for trades. Uh, players... Entering teams, Miami signed Damian Lowe, a Jamaican defender. Albert Rusnak lands with Seattle. He will be a DP, uh, sports pickup. Courtney Ford, Axel K becomes the youngest player in MLS uh, ever. Uh, Freddie Adu was about like about like uh, a little, about like a third, uh, a little over Lunch. a third of a year into yeah. being into being fourteen. Uh, K had only just turned fourteen when he was signed, so he is now the youngest player in MLS history. Uh, Jalil Anibaba has signed with Columbus. Bobby Shuttleworth has gone to Atlanta and Real how? Salt Lake pick up Scott Caldwell. How Jalil Anibaba still playing?
1: Because I thought he would have been like 30 when he left the fire. And he left fire like
0: 27 years ago or something stupid like that. How old is he? Um, I'm trying to see how many teams he's played for. He's only 33. Exceptional. Also, that, that may have been the best pop star I've had in my life. Because right? usually
1: <laughs> like... Pop-Tarts you eat because, like, you know, you need breakfast. It's a good, solid breakfast. And it it still tastes good consistently, but, you know, like, you're never like, oh, man, what a Pop-Tart that was. You're like, it's good, solid Pop-Tart. That Pop-Tart, I'm thinking about, I'm like, that was a good Pop-Tart. Like, I want another Pop-Tart. Like, I'm not going to need it, so I'm not going to get one. I always, that was a I, good I, I prefer, Pop-Tart.
0: I prefer the S'mores Pop-Tarts. I don't
1: know if I can have those because there's, I can't have marshmallows because they got oh. in them. So I don't know if I can have S'mores Pop-Tarts because I don't know if they use the same materials. Yeah. That's they probably, probably have, like, a fake marshmallow thing they put in there, but I still haven't checked that out yet, so I'll, I'll keep it calm. That was a good uh, internal moral debate I had at work because there was a type of chips in the vending machine called, like, uh, pork rinds-flavored chips or something. And I'm like, can I have that? <laughs> Do you, would they use stuff that would be enough to constitute as pork?
0: So I have to look into that one, too. I'm interested. I don't know. I just avoid that. Uh, I, I just try to avoid eating pork in general. So, yeah, i I probably avoid that. I don't think that that's going to do that. Uh, I was I was checking to see how many teams Dominic Odoro played for because Odoro played oh, for yeah. the, mo- the most teams in MLS history, and I think Anibaba is one team away from tying that record. Anibaba has played for the Fire, the Sounders, Sporks, Houston, Revs, Nashville, and now Columbus. So that's uh, seven teams. Dom played for Dallas, Red Bull, three games for the Red Bulls. Nice. <laughs> uh, Dynamo, Fire, Crew, Toronto, Impact, five games for San Jose. Uh, so that's eight teams.
1: See, I was going to say bring Anibaba back to Chicago, but then he wouldn't be able to tie the record because he wouldn't it'd be, tie the record. It'd be the same team. So never mind. Go send him to Colorado. Yeah, they're, they're actually probably going to be pretty good. So I'm down.
0: Uh. So, yeah, uh, and then as a, at the end of that, uh, I don't know if you picked up on that, Real Salt Lake picked up uh, Scott Caldwell from uh, the Revs. Isn't he like 50 as well? I don't think he's...
1: How are, they all, how are all these MLS players? Still so young. Do I just think everyone in this league is already like Caldwell's
0: 28? Almost
1: 30. How?: sw- that, that don't seem right. I swear he was 28 like five years ago.
0: You want to guess how old Diego
1: Fagundes is? Oh, he's probably something stupid like 26 now. He is exactly 26. <laughs> yeah, see, I knew that because I've been tracking him for a while. It's a shame he's in uh, the most irrelevant team in MLS, almost in Austin. Because yeah. I completely forget Austin exists from time Because at least Cincinnati are horrifically bad, you know? So you're like, ah, Cincinnati, they're there. They're well, I not mean, like rivals. I think What's the point of Austin right now?
0: Maybe they need time to grow and establish stuff, but. I think I, I oh mean, I forgot. I forgot, you know, it, it, it's very emblematic of of this type of type of team. But I forgot, uh I I rewatched my NFL preview and I just remember that one of my one of my uh previews of one of the teams was like they're in the worst possible position where they where they are not good enough to uh they're not good enough to be good and they're not bad enough to get a high draft pick. I think it was the Broncos. Yeah. It was the Broncos that I was talking about.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> they're stuck in purgatory, as you'd say.
0: Yeah, and that's that's Austin. That is Austin. Mm. So but whisper it because this isn't going to go down well. But
1: I kind of feel the same way about Minnesota. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, Minnesota's a thing. They're a Minnesota, good team. Minnesota's actually fairly. It's it's actually a pretty good team, though. <laughs> but like, I'm not. I'm never going to think they're going to win a title.
0: I, and I don't. Think, I thought like, I thought they were going to win last year. I mean, you I weren't were too wrong about them.
1: If they beat Portland, maybe they would have gone all the way. I just, I don't know. I just kinda see Minnesota. I'm like, good team, but I don't <laughs> care about them in the slightest. <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, uh, moving on to the fire, uh, I have a lot to say about the draft. <laughs> I have absolutely I think, nothing because I have no idea what happened, so... It did you read, did you read what I sent you, like, the entire, the entire Big Soccer post that I made? Did,
1: you, you did? I didn't even
0: see that. I, I uh, sent that to you. Yeah. Was it just about how you care about the, the draft? No, it was about very specifically what had happened. Okay, so what happened was, the fire had the seventh pick. I did not scout oh, okay. this draft. it,
1: it was... Yeah, I did not read that. To be fair, I had seen the little stuff, but yeah, I just cannot be bothered about the draft. I won't lie to you.
0: I did not scout on. the draft this year because I didn't. I don't care about the draft anymore because I know that the fire are going to just not do well with it. It doesn't matter. But this year, they had the seventh pick, and uh, apparently, the most talented player in the draft was uh, Oseni Buddha. Oseni Buddha out of Stanford, I believe. And he was he wasn't picked up until the seventh pick because uh, you know like he uh, he he's he's more of an attacking player he's a wide player and he just didn't fit with what the other teams needed uh, you know there are a ton of there are a ton of defenders in the draft so. that was one of the, the few things I, I think I, I assume you mentioned I it mentioned me it yeah I mentioned but, that just center back city yeah and so. Most of the teams had picked up other players, but Oseni Buddha dropped to the seventh pick. The Fire had the seventh pick. Everybody is screaming draft Buddha, and uh, the Fire traded that pick to the Red Bulls. And the situation, as it happened, was the weirdest thing because, first of all, that draft stream was terrible. You couldn't tell what was going on. It was buffering the entire time, and apparently, it wasn't just my own internet connection because you know I I do believe I have a terrible internet connection, but Uh, Everybody else is having the same issue. So it had to have been an upload issue and the fire and the fire had traded that pick. The ticker already had the, well, I mean, first of all, the fire took a timeout and then the Red Bulls, and then, and then it said that the Red Bulls had taken a timeout and it didn't say anything about whether the Red Bulls had the pick or not. And when it came back from those two timeouts, uh, it said that the Red Bulls had that pick, but the commentators didn't say anything. Uh, like somebody made the joke of like, I can't wait for them to get to the fires that I can hear, uh, you know, Weeby talk about, talk about how bad the fire are. And <laughs> when they get to the fires pick, they don't talk about the fire. They talk about COVID.
1: <laughs> ah, that's that's what the fire deserve. That's just.
0: And so, uh, what happened? And then finally, like nobody knew what was happening. They said the pick is in, but it still has the red bulls logo up and they haven't announced a trade yet. And so, <laughs> Suddenly, Dennis Hamlet comes up on the screen, and I just made the joke of like, "Oh, I didn't know we brought back Dennis Hamlet." <laughs>
1: nice. Uh, that that's good content, to be fair.
0: And uh, so, yeah, the fire got a hundred k in gam, uh, which for for Heights, I don't, I don't trust him to do anything with it because this is Heights we're talking about. It's he, literally like if he has no plan. It's like if you gave me a million yen. Like I'm not gonna go. I'm not
1: gonna be able to go to Japan right now and spend it, so it's useless.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, not, not even that. You get, it give you a, give you like uh, like ten thousand lira. Like, what do I do with this now? That's not even currency anymore.
1: <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: but uh, Buddha gets taken with the very next pick uh, by San Jose, and so the Fire are now picking eleventh. There are still a couple of players left in positions that we sort of need. Uh, You know, there's there's a few attacking players that are like, oh, they're interesting players. Uh, The fire draft Washington defender Kendall Burks. I have nothing against this kid. He seems like a pretty good player. The issue is that he wasn't on anybody's draft board because he is currently on trial with Nottingham Forest. And there are reports saying that he will likely be signing with Nottingham Forest. The fire will technically have his rights for the next three years. But is he really going to come back? (laughs) The fire, oh. the fire needs bodies to follow the roster, and they drafted an IOU instead of a player.
1: So they're not even going to get that, dude.
0: No, they're not. They, they could have gotten a real flesh-and-blood player that can work, and they drafted a guy. I mean, they, could, they, they might be playing off the long con. You know, he comes back to MLS. He wants to go somewhere else. but he get money out of it. No. Draft a player that we can use now. We don't have a we don't have a team.
1: (laughs) Nah, but none of the years matter with with the fire is what I think I've just realized now. Nothing ever matters with this team anymore. So like, what's the point? Like, we don't need them this year. We won't need them next year. Won't need the year after that because none of these none of these years matter. Every year you approach like once you get because like obviously you can tell me now twenty twenty three will matter, but once we get to twenty twenty three, for some reason we're gonna be set here. We're like,
0: you know what? This season doesn't matter at all.
1: It's just going to keep well, happening.
0: Yeah, it's going to keep happening. because like, This
1: season seems less and less likely that anything's going to happen.
0: Well, I, I feel like they could still get some players in that they're going to develop. We have homegrowns in that we can hope to develop. So, I mean, that's something. Like, last year we didn't even have that. <laughs> At least this year we have, like, young players that's like, oh, we can develop this player and make them better. Last year I was just like, yeah, whatever. This yeah, but year like, we do you have develop,
1: some You develop the player for the future. But in terms of like doing things this year, then, yeah, I don't think you can, because like obviously, like we'll learn more about each prod, like each homegrown as we go on. But like other than Salonino, I don't think any of them are gonna be like consistent, um, impact players for the team Bizzera. this season. Victor
0: Bazzera, Victor Bazzera. I mean, I think that Victor Bazzera. And the other thing is, so in the second round, the Fire actually pick get a better pick than their first round pick. Uh, also, out of Wash, also a defender out of Washington is Charlie Ostrom. The fire took him in the second round, and he is genuinely like a first round value pick. Uh, nobody knew why he dropped that far. He's a left back, and I think he can start over Navarro today. I genuinely think he can start over Navarro at left back.
1: Interesting.
0: And so, like, I'm still that makes me even more confused about this draft because that second round pick was so good, and that first round pick is so dumb. <laughs> So like unless unless they th- unless they truly think like apparently they talk they talk to Kendall and like we're hope and like, you know, think that they, they have a good chance at him. But the thing is, is that all reports say I mean, there's not many reports, but all the reports that there have been suggest that he will be signing with Nottingham Forest. Of and it's, that's just a stupid you threw away a draft pick. That's like I understand that the dra- that the draft is like, you know, oh, you know, we we're just guessing here. I mean, I understand that. I've uh, it recently, like, you know, yes, yesterday, I spent I spent a large portion of the day watching like dra- like NFL films, videos on like or on like drafts in history, and like you see all these names that are like, yeah, this guy's gonna be big. He's like third third pick overall, and he's like selling insurance now, you know, like that sort of thing. But at the same time, you got you you, you want to at least take a player. You don't want to just like go in and like. Yeah, no. Especially when you don't have a team yet. You don't have a roster. And some there were some people, there were some people saying like Kendall Burks was the best player on the board. No, he wasn't. He wasn't even on the board. The best player on the board was Buddha. And they didn't take Buddha. They traded out of it. And there were other better players at eleven and that they didn't take. This wasn't best player available. This was the fire trying to be way too cute, thinking, ah, oh, we're smarter than everyone else. This sounds like Nelson. This sounds like Nelson. And I hate that.
1: You what they say, uh two uh, one in the bush is worth two in the hand according to the fire. Cause like it's the flipped version. Never mind. Yeah. That uh, right. didn't work. But it's it's just
0: they're gonna be they're gonna be taking Charlie Ostrom to Florida. Uh the the day that this comes out. They're gonna be taking Charlie Ostrom to Florida. They're not gonna be taking Kendall Burks to Florida because he's still gonna be in England. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I'll never forget one year
1: in, back in high school, I was so excited for the draft. And I remember it was going to start during my ninth period of class, or so like right before it. And I kept telling my friends, hey, the Fire have like the first pick or the second pick, because I'm still, like, I'm excited. But knowing the Fire, something stupid is going to happen. And then minutes before their pick went live, they traded it away. And I turned off the broadcast. And I, I stopped caring about the draft ever since.
0: Yeah. No, I think that was the Jack Harrison one. Was that no. the Jack Harrison draft?
1: No, no, because I would have remembered them dra- like trading it away
0: i remember i, it was, it was I remember that happened that happened while i was in high school and i was in class and i'm like i like i have to be excused to go to the bathroom and i'm just like standing in the bathroom on my phone just like <sighs> what's going on what wait what <laughs> yeah no i remember I,
1: th- I i remember them just trading away a pick and not doing anything with it and being so upset
0: uh uh anyway uh other new other fire news now uh, the fire are starting to have some of their big whiffs announced. Uh, Niederlechner uh, was the big one that just came out as we were recording. Uh, Augsburg triggered his option, so he is no longer available for the fire on a free transfer. Uh, also, there there was like another player that like uh, a few of the bigger a few of the bigger uh, um, oh god my brain stopped working uh, a few of the a few of the bigger uh, um. Insider people said that this wasn't a real thing, but there was a different guy who was like a striker or something. That's that some report said that the fire whiffed on him. And then there's also uh, there's also uh, Corona, which you mentioned earlier, who went to Sevilla instead. Uh, that apparently the fire were trying really hard to get him in, didn't happen. So they're getting a lot of their there. You know what? I guess there are they are apparently trying to get players right now and now that it's getting released that like oh yeah no they lost on that they lost on this they lost on that I it's it's starting to get even 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 more concerning for this club and uh, uh, I don't want to be too toxic
1: but you're never going to get corona that dude was always going to go to a top five league in Europe because he, he was doing well in the portuguese league and he needed a step up in his career and not a a step down to be fair, going from MLS to the Portuguese league. Like he'd obviously be a huge star. He'd be a great player. Blah, blah blah. But it's like how I made fun of you last week for the Eden Hazard thing. I could chase the 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 prettiest girl I know for weeks and weeks and weeks. She's not going to want me back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean that was really sad. That was but, the
0: guy instead of Eden Hazard. <laughs> that was yeah, the guy. It, it, was, it was Corona.
1: Yeah, and like they're never they were never going to get Corona. It was never going to be the fire. You know, and that's kind of like they've not wasted however many weeks going after him. That they're not gonna turn somewhere else. Like you've just you just gotta be a bit smart if you're the fire. You know you've got to come. You've got to realize who you are. You've
0: got <laughs> to. Go for like,
1: You've got to go for like the Nikolic's, like the players who do well. I mean, in that's, Europe, that, was near,
0: that was near. That was near. That was supposed to be near Luckner. Yeah, that that would have been a smart move, and
1: it's obviously hindsight. It's 2020, but he he seems like a player that would have stayed in Germany anyway. But I don't know as much about the situation. But if the club had an option, maybe that's different. But you know. Especially DPS, do not, do not go over someone. Don't go for someone you're not going to get because you're just going to waste
0: your time then. Uh, I'm starting to see. Oh, apparently, I think the Fire have announced their preseason roster. Good for them. Uh, I, well, I mean, it says it, it would. If they did, then that means that we'd know who the trialists are. <laughs> uh, I need to check that up real quick then. Gosh darn it, my fingers are not moving fast enough. Uh, and I'm going to be real annoyed if they have... Oh, they did announce the preseason roster? No, it's just as true. Oh, wait, yes, they do have the preseason roster. You want me to read it off now?
1: <laughs> I don't particularly care, but if you want to, you can.
0: Great enthusiasm, bud. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's the, the fire, it, it, it's tough to care
1: about the fire as is, so what's, the, what's a preseason roster going to do? So... Is there any interesting trial list on there?
0: Uh... I actually, well, Diego Pacheco. I vaguely recognize that name, and I don't know why.
1: I is know Pacheco is the name of a goalkeeper in Spain, but that's it.
0: Yeah, and uh, Pachuca is a team. Uh, oh, Diogo Pacheco is uh, from Ac- It was with Akron. Okay. Not, not somebody that was that interesting. Uh, they got Justin Reynolds, uh, which I believe is Dre's brother. That's nice. Uh, Giannis Learman. Uh, you want to know who isn't on this, uh, on this preseason training camp list? Uh oh. Uh, um, Kendall Burks. <laughs> who? Kendall Burks, wow. the guy, the guy they drafted seventh over uh, 11th overall.
1: Uh, nice one. I had a few uh, that, but I didn't know off the top of my head.
0: Yeah. They, they got all of their other draft picks, uh, coming along. So they have 14 defenders in camp. And they got eight midfielders and eight forwards in camp, and of those forwards, like they got Victor Bazira, who might start. Uh, they have they have Ivanov listed as a forward. He is not a forward. He is going to be playing as a midfielder, uh, depending on how
1: you see wingers. To be fair,
0: well, I mean they've got the other wingers as mid uh, listed as midfielders. So, <laughs> uh, and then you got Misal Rodriguez, uh, Duran, and Ofor none of them are going to be stars. None of them feel like they should be starters. So once again, they need to do something very quickly, and they haven't. Uh, let me just check on... Because uh, I believe we've hit the next landmark of uh, when the big... Yeah, I was thinking uh, about that earlier. So I said... Uh, so this this uh, section is... Uh, 28.2% of people said that the big flurry of signings is going to be between January 16th and January 29th. That is 28.2% of the vote. Says so that's the second it's segment, this- right? Yes, the second segment. Right. And I believe I put my vote in on this too. Uh, they're already going off to Florida. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, and there is one big rumor that just came out this morning. Uh uh, it's uh, it came from a Polish uh, a Polish podcast where they did an interview with uh, Kasper Shabishko, and apparently the Fire are prepared to send one million in GAM to Philadelphia for Kasper Shabishko. And unlike other players that we've been talking about, Shabishko is very interested in coming to the Fire because uh, he doesn't like the way that Philly has structured his contract. And apparently, it's not even a trade. It is actually just a straight up transfer offer uh, of one million to Philadelphia. And uh, yes, yeah, Shibishko has been signed onto like various option contracts that like Philly can pick up an option, pick, pick up an option, pick up an option, pick up an option. While Shabishko wants more uh, stability in his contract. And uh, I checked with. Uh, I checked with the main, uh, the main Polish language uh, reporter for um, uh, of MLS, uh, Katarina uh, Shpiarka. Uh, I might have butchered the last name for the. Fr- uh, I, I'm I'm pretty good with Polish names, but I might have butchered that last name. Uh, but uh, she said that it would not be a DP contract. So, what are your thoughts on Shabishko? So the the obviously you know a
1: good player. He, he I think he probably scores some for Philadelphia. The problem I have with him is that assuming the fire play a setup where you don't have a traditional front two, which I don't think they would, I think they'd have wingers potentially, depending like looking back on how they've played in the past and how like they're structured, like they're because like even if we'd have to play as a winger, I don't think you put them in a front two, but that's beside the point. Yeah, if the fire play, let's say a 4 two, 3 1, you have one striker, Castro Circle is a good starting striker. I think this club desperately needs a, a DP big name number nine. Or at least a DP number nine that's like next level. Because Casper is good MLS player, solid, will get you goals. It just doesn't, it, it's not that wow signing. It's kind of the same problem I have with Ezra, Or obviously if you look at Ezra and you look at Sabilko, who I, uh, uh, it's hard to say by the way, except you know he pulls Casper, I'll call him Casper. Well, you him,
0: can just say, you can just say Shabilko.
1: So Bill, I, it's, I, it just sounds wrong for some reason. Sure. I, I'm, I'm missing I'm missing a vowel for some reason, <laughs> but Ezra and I'm on first name basis with both of them, I guess now. Ezra <laughs> and Casper, um, they're good signings that make sense, you know, blah, blah, blah. They make like MLS fits, yada, 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 it's all good. But I just look at both of them like it's just not that that signing that they need. That's like that big, you're like, oh, wow, look at this. It's just like it screams out missing the playoffs by a few points. Once again, I don't know. I'm being, I'm probably being too harsh, but I, I think that the fire desperately need that. Just there you go. Big signing, uh, like a swine stuff like that. Even like a nikolic where at least he's a DP and you're like, this guy could be the guy. It's, I believe, it's like what we I, thought bears would have been, but there was, an it there was an announcement.
0: There oh, was an announcement. like some, some report a while ago about who they were looking for. Uh, as like DP uh this was something that like you know what, what we were saying again earlier about like the intercontinental podcast apparently being the only place where we can get news anymore uh and there was something in there about who they were looking at they to say talk to heights on the podcast and i'm trying to find it yeah
1: it's also we'll, we'll talk about this real quick why why are we doing transfer news on a podcast as the club runs like, are they, dead, are they that desperate for money that they need, like, clicks and stuff like that? Yeah, that is... It's that,
0: unbelievable.
1: It's run by a, a club, Yes Men and Arlo White, who I don't know how they've roped Arlo White into this.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, as we said earlier, you know, uh, he, he's the guy who's going to get us Eden Hazard. Does he just love Chicago too much? I think I he know. just likes Chicago. I think it's just, like, he just likes Chicago and that's it. Like, he doesn't really care what he's doing there. Uh, I'm... Still trying to find where it is. There was something here. Never mind then. Okay. I thought I found something and it wasn't there. Uh, but yeah, like they're apparently they're looking at a winger as a young DP and a 10 as a DP. Uh, no, no, no young DP.
1: The young DPs are cool and you do it if you're a club that knows what they're doing. Like if Seattle got young DP, I'd be like, oh, nice. Seattle, that guy's probably gonna be good. Or like LAFC the fire would ruin the young DP because I mean we saw with Aliceta and we kind of see with Ivanov now Ivanov's well, not done anything yet, uh, I know it's not young DP
0: but I just want to mention uh, apparently Aliceta has already scored a goal at Lugano
1: good for her I hope he scores 50 <laughs> I hope he scores 50 every single game I don't it's yeah it's the fire need a guarantee I think is what I'm hinting at because like obviously like you never really know sometimes the soccer would start in signings blah, 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 but they need like a, a guaranteed home run signing no matter how much it costs, no matter how they do it, they just need to figure something out. It's like, you know when you talk to your parents about something and they'll be like, oh, hey, do this, and you explain to them, like, hey, no, I can't, blah, 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 and they're just like, nah, you just got to do it. And at that point in your life, you're like, well, I got to figure out something. The fire have to figure out something. I don't know what it is. I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe the number 10 is the big guy I'm talking about. And it may, if you have a number 10 with Casper, maybe that works. But they also need wingers that support Casper in a certain way. But they just need that. Be excited. I'm gonna keep saying it until they either they get it or
0: they don't. You know, I mean that like yeah, that's the thing, and we're getting way too late in here because we're gonna have another issue of like I mean that that was I got into like a bunch of arguments on draft day because I was so angry about uh the Kendall Burks draft uh, draft pick, but uh, there there are people saying like oh well I mean it, uh, a draft pick isn't gonna decide whether or not we we win the league. Uh, it's gonna be our DPS, and the thing is is that I think it's very emblematic of the way this team is run with the fact that we picked a guy who doesn't exist. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, 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 I was, I knew that nobody was going to get the joke, but I still wanted to say it anyway. that, like, yeah. Oh yeah. The fire signed, uh, the the uh for for their pick of the draft the uh the fire drafted out of uh, out of the Tokyo Katana's uh, Taro Sujimoto, which is a reference to uh, a Buffalo Sabers a really deep cut Buffalo Sabers joke, which is in the I believe the eleventh round or something of the NHL draft in the nineties. The Buffalo Sabers picked a guy named Taro Sujimoto from the Tokyo Katana's, and he didn't exist. They drafted him specifically uh, to say, F you to the, uh, to the league for making the draft that long. <laughs> they're like, this doesn't need to be here. This doesn't need to happen. Uh, but like, effectively the fire have done the same thing by drafting a guy who's not in the draft. <laughs> or, or at least should not be considered a part of the draft. And uh. like, it's it's emblematic of them that they do that with a draft. If, they if they're gonna do that sort of thing with the draft, Think about what they're going to do with our DPs. And we're seeing that now with all of these reports coming in of yeah, we can't get this player. We can't get this player. We haven't signed this player. This is this isn't working out. And we're trying to get like these big name players and like, yeah, totally and then it doesn't happen. Clearly with with Insigne coming to MLS, we know that there 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 are players who will be willing to come to MLS. There are there are good big players who will be willing to come to MLS, but it's just not happening. And it's not going to happen. For the fire, I hope the fire technically sign Eden Hazard, but
1: instead of him actually coming to play for in the fire them us, they just pay him to play for Real Madrid or like any other
0: club in Europe. Oh God, you remember? You remember? I, you, you saw Moneyball, right? You've seen Moneyball. I've never watched it. Ah, there's but there's a thing in there about uh, I believe David Justice. I think is is his name like a real life. Obviously, all of them are real life people, uh, and. Uh, I believe David Justice was being paid by the Yankees to play for the for for the Oakland A's.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like how man, you have paid so many different coaches to coach for different teams now by accident.
0: So it's very much just this thing of like the fire. I uh, that's 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 why I was so annoyed by that draft pick because if they can't even do that smallest thing right, how can you expect them to do right that do the right thing with their DPS? <sighs> How can you expect them to do anything right if they cannot get the small things right there? And okay, as- uh,
1: you you might have to remove this. But I want for the fire to <laughs> I want the fire to just buy players for other teams, like Montswado just spending like two million on Philadelphia's new center midfielder. It would be hilarious
0: um well and then heights we already have we already have an inside of the league loan uh Carranza yeah so I want yeah I want us to just do that for everyone but and and then I
1: want Heinz for like our actual players to just go to like Lithuania and watch like third division games until someone like scores a goal and he's like all right you're coming
0: I just love the idea that he's sitting there waiting it's like the 75th minute some guy scores and heights is like okay you Get on yeah, the plane. You're done. Like,
1: <laughs> like it was not even over yet. He just like walks on the field, grabs his hand, and walks away with him.
0: <laughs> he walks out there, grabs yeah. his hand, and walks off. And he's yeah. just so confused,
1: like what? And like this random wage' was probably making like hundred thousand dollars a week. Uh, Toronto hasn't seen yet, by the way.
0: <laughs> I mean that's, that that was my point, though. Like that, that's the whole thing of the fire have had this problem all throughout where they they can get. Some pretty solid, like bottom level players for the roster. Like on a on a winning team, the Fire are able to get players who are like you know the the those players that fill out the lineup that do good that put in good work. The Fire can get those players, and they cannot get the stars. And when they get the stars, they can't like when they got some stars, which was Nico, which uh, with Bastian with uh, with I think Gaitan was was with both of those at the same time when they got those players they can't fill out like the top end like uh, the you know like the the you no know, the tam level players so that's the whole thing of the fire have no clue how to create the right mix of players and we're seeing that with heights right now and like there's the whole thing of like oh yeah you know he, he, it's it's not that different it's more just about like the system of like learning how to use the mechanisms to get players in mls at the same time, I don't think he knows how to actually build a team that's going to win. He knows how to build a team like Basel, I guess, which is, you know, you're automatically going to win the league anyway. If you don't win, that's a failure because you're supposed to win. And he's allowed to, you know, make mistakes. It's like Ajax as well, where they're able to develop younger players on the first team because they're just better than everyone else. And yeah. the Fire do not have that option. And it feels like they like they need to get those big players now. And it's so frustrating to see nothing happening. You got anything else? Yeah,
1: uh, it's, uh, the, yeah I mean, I, I think for that, with that poll thing, I had like early February when they signed everyone. Yeah. Like, it was like the very end of January, early February. The MLS season starts in almost a month, actually. I just realized.
0: MLS season starts, I believe, February 27th. I think that's That's the fire's first game. I think so.
1: That's horrifying. So,
0: this is next week.
1: I'll just probably be at work. I, I obviously, like, you know, I've talked about my my feelings with the fire, but like, as, as, I mean, you're a fire fan. I don't know how any fire fan is. It's not even the
0: 27th. The fire's first game is in Miami on February 26th. Nice. I don't know how
1: any Fire fan can like, sit there and think like, oh, hey, we're, uh, I'm excited for this season. It's unbelievable how poorly this offseason has gone. When you think about it, they have signed one center back. Yeah, essentially. And they have capped a bad DP, and they've gotten rid of other players who could have been good. In theory, this is a, a horrific transfer window.
0: I mean, I, that's the, that's the thing.
1: Like, I remember and, I, and fire fans just like, yeah, well, let's hopefully we'll get some signings. Fi- yeah. You can't, wanna, you can't just be, say I hope anymore. It's like, yeah, what is this? Where is I it? Don't wanna, I don't want to I don't want to like obviously blame fire fans because being a fan of a team, you know, like you 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 suspend your disbelief. Sometimes, you know, you don't think the right way. But fire, no, no fire fan should sit there and be like, yay, fire right now. No shot. That team does not care. And not cares of the wrong term. They legitimately stink at almost everything. So there is no reason for, like, a fire fan, like your dad. I, I don't know why you've used your dad as an example. <laughs> but, like, if your dad sits there and thinks about the fire, there's no part of them that should think, oh, nice, the fire's starting a month. He should be like, oh, no, the fire's starting a month. Pretty this much. Just, this team sucks. Like, if you look at the team they could plot if they had a game tomorrow, the starting lineup would be absolutely horrific.
0: Absolutely They, they wouldn't horrific. have a striker. They just wouldn't, they wouldn't have, have a striker a, at all. They wouldn't have a
1: striker. I don't think they would have an attacking midfielder. They would be missing at least one winger. I I don't know who would be next the to him. The only thing they have is a defense, As a back
0: line. The only and thing they have the, is a defense and a goalkeeper.
1: And even the back line, I don't like the fullbacks they have in a two in a four person system. I think I, if you well, put Navarro I mean, and
0: amalgam in a back
1: five, I lo- they're actually really good.
0: I but, I, I uh, think that Sekulic has, of of every single player that has played for the Fire. And last year, Sekulic was the most consistent. He was the I, most consistent. I trust Sekulic, and I think that Ostrom has a chance of being a good left back, better than Navarro. I still think that that is a pretty good, pretty good back line. Everything else about that, everything in front of the defense is nothing. <laughs> it's, it's nothing. It's bad. Like heads.
1: That's 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 how we always end up feeling about the fire. So,
0: um. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean, know nothing else. We'll we'll see if
1: anything. They they'll, they'll probably make my prediction is that they make one good starting level signing that isn't like a like he's like he'll be like an MLS he probably might be an MLS guy, but they'll make one like solid starter signing.
0: And that's probably going to be Shibuko.
1: This this one's on me. I forgot Federico Navarro exists because that guy's actually very good. I forgot oh, yeah. about him.
0: Yeah. I, 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 well, I mean, I, I'd consider him like essentially a part of the back line because he's a holding midfielder. He'll play like, next to Jimenez. So then the club need a striker. Uh, and
1: a, yeah, whatever. Well, they're stuck with him now, so nothing you can do about that. You need, you need a striker, you need an attacking midfielder, and you need at least one wide option, right? And even then, because then you have Jimenez playing CD. And I still, it's going to be harsh. I don't trust Pineda as a center back, especially in a four-man system. Why are the Fire going to play a four-man system? Maybe they won't, to be fair. maybe. But Even if they don't play a four-man system, well, if they, do, though, they if play they go for a three man
0: If they go for a three-man system, then the suddenly we're screwed. Yeah, they didn't know the yeah. center back. Because <laughs> they need more depth then. Because I, I think that like cycling through Shihos, uh, uh, Pineda, and Tehran, that's pretty good. You cycle through those three. I don't think Tehran can start. Tehran showed up late in the year. Tehran uh, developed. Tehran got better.
1: Yeah, but if if a game matters, if like the fire, like let's say whatever reason Pineda pulls up hurt and like he misses the first few weeks, and you throw Toronto in there, and you're like, hey, we need to win these games, Teron will do something stupid.
0: Nah, I mean, I, I, we'll see. I think I think it's fine. And we got Almsberg.
1: Play, play a three minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> we got Amsburg. Amsburg's, Amsburg's <laughs> perfect to be fair, but you can't start Almsberg. Put some random yeah. kid in to play center back, and then sub Almsberg on the second minute, and you'll be fine.
0: <laughs> He's like Nick Folk. <laughs> Wait no, not Nick Nick Foles. There we go. Yeah, yeah. You you can't you if you
1: technically list him as the starter, you are in trouble. Yeah. But if if you if he comes off the bench, you're in dreamland. That's what the Vars should do all season. They should sign what whoever the cheapest center back. Of whoever ever. whoever, is.
0: whoever is the whoever the is the uh who who is the Ryan Fitzpatrick of the league. <laughs> Kakamar. You can't play, play Kakamar <laughs> center back. You know,
1: what, play Kakamar <laughs> center back, and then yeah,
0: and then stop off whoever the, the bad DP up top is. The, I could have sworn fire, somebody signed Kai Kamara recently. I
1: imagine forgot. the fire actually end up signing like a, a designated player and they just suck again. Oh, that'd be that'd be good stuff.
0: Yeah, imagine imagine they imagine they actually get Eden Hazard and they suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because isn't that what's gonna happen eventually anyway? Like what yeah. if we're talking next week and the fire actually signs someone big and important? We're like,
0: hey, oh hey, this could be and then the guy just sucks. And then we get the Mateus. <laughs> And then we're still the Metro Stars. No, 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 no.
1: Latour <laughs> Martinez is different because Latour <laughs> Martinez didn't suck. He just did not try. So it wasn't it's not like it was a bad signing because like, you know, bad player didn't perform. Latour Martinez l- 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 I almost said Latour Martinez, So that's a guy for his winter. Mateus is legitimately didn't try, he's an exception to the rule. It would be like
0: We're still the Metro okay, Stars. My problem with the
1: cause Vea, because he's still kind of a flop to me. Like they've done nothing with him. But there's also been external factors, so maybe that's being way too harsh. But the fire, the fire do That's, that's the end point. The fires still suck, and they're probably going to suck again.
0: I want the fire in a couple of years to try to get Kyogo Furuhashi. Is just, that the, the Asian coach? No, uh, he's the striker uh, who went to Celtic and like scored a hat trick in his first game. <laughs> oh, nice! I saw.
1: I, I did see. Um, it was a thing about how it's like the twenty fifth anniversary of the fire or something. Yeah, that's coming and up soon. At uh, some point, I had to be wearing blue jerseys, and that that uh, reminded me of how, how bad things, uh, you know.
0: Well, now, I mean, I, uh, I have... Know the whole
1: situation still is. I
0: have this poster up in my room, the All-Decade Best 11, like from, from the 10th anniversary, and I don't think you can add any new player onto that list. <laughs> you cannot add any new player, maybe Bosti. <sighs> Like maybe I think I think you could switch because, out Josh. You could, you could you could you could you could replace Josh Wolf with Nico. That's it. I think. Oh, definitely. Nico up top, because I don't think because even though Razov you want, did me, you want me to more, read this list for you? Sure. I, I, I gotta stand up and look at it now. Zach Thornton in goal. Sean Johnson would have Sean Johnson would have been there if the club didn't waste him. Yeah. I I stand by that. Uh Carlos Bocanegra, CJ Brown, Lubos Kubik, uh as the three defenders. Kapoff would have been there if they didn't waste him. I don't know, man uh chris no, Armas. if the,
1: the, the johan kapelhoff is generally one of the best centerbacks i've ever seen in, in mls and if the club like if i'm telling you this if johan kapelhoff was bought, brought in by sporting kansas city he would now still be one of the best centerbacks in mls if anything he probably would have gone to europe by now he's so good anyway continue um,
0: chris Armis, demarcus beasley blanco uh diego gutierrez peter novak as the midfielders uh, would, you cha- would, you, I, would you change would you who would you change
1: I want to say Armas because I've still got beef with him. Obviously, <laughs> probably Gutierrez. To be fair, the least impact of any of them,
0: even uh, though he was still a good player. And switching out Gutierrez for like Basti. Basti, yeah, because like it's and Schweinsteiger, you know. And you then and then Razov and Wolf as the forwards. And I think you'd oh, take out, yeah, you take out you take out Wolf, put in Nico.
1: Yeah, like fair play, Josh Wolf, but Nico Leach. I think controversial. I would if it was like one striker system, even though Razov did more for the club. Uh, yeah. I still just I obviously know, you, you probably couldn't put Nico head of Rosel just because of like what the club did. It's not Nico's fault, of course. But yeah, Nico would be better. Like if you put Nico in those teams back in the day, good heavens, good heavens, man. But yeah, obviously Nico for Wolf. That's easy.
0: But like, yeah, like there's not really much you can change for this roster. Like we had to kind of argue uh, for the defenders. And, <laughs> and those two, those two signings happened the same. Oh, they were part of the same team. Yeah. And we got one year out of that team. Or at least one good year, anyway. <laughs> one year that counts, yeah. Because everything yeah, else there, was there just were, there were, Technically, they were there for like two years. Two, two three years together. Two years together? Cause I don't think they were... Were they signed the same window? I think they were signed no. the same window, bro. Uh, well, technically the same window, but Nico was before the season and Basti was mid-season. Oh, okay. So they... like, like, he was in March. Did we? Bosti was like March. Bosti started the season.
1: We had a good year, right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because his debut came, was in, he came in late in the season.
0: That was twenty seventeen. The... So he came late in the season when we made the playoffs. Not, not late. Late in the season, he came in like after like the first About couple few days. weeks. A few weeks oh, okay, in the season. So, okay, maybe that makes more sense then. And like Nico, and I remember because everyone was like, "Oh, Nico's always offside and everything." And then like we brought in Bosti and suddenly Nico's not offside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Nico was always still offside. To be fair, he just he just kept scoring goals. He just started scoring. Man, is that what time? That's okay. Man, and yeah. now I've got to go. I've got to go work now. At <laughs> the uh, okay. But at, least fi- I, at least I get paid uh, time and a half, which is nice.
0: Uh, final thoughts: uh, Who's gonna win? Uh, Rams or the Cardinals.
1: I I still have Rams going to the Super Bowl, so I've got to go with the Rams. Really? Here. really? Because what I what I know is that Green Bay is losing the conference t- title mm-hmm. game. That's that's what I know for certain. I, I, and then I, I and then I have to figure out who beats them in the conference title game. And something doesn't seem right about the Buccaneers. So that's I think, why I
0: have LA. To me, uh, I think that the Bucks are going to repeat because uh, God has abandoned us, and Brady's going to win another one. Uh, uh, but uh, there, my my dad has a good quote that I, I've stolen for myself. Where it's God does not watch sports. <laughs> there is there is no
1: reason for for God to care about any of this right now because, you know, like. <laughs> So some poor Cowboys fan had to watch last night game. You think they deserve that? No, it's just yes. that's just how sports are. Sports is emotional gambling. <laughs> you invest in a team, uh, and you either get very sad or very happy, and then you, my, you never stop.
0: My prediction is that it's going to be Bucks, Bengals in the in the Super Bowl because it's like the Bengals are essentially the vibes team now. They are the no, team that everybody is no, just no, like, no. no, they are the vibes team. Uh, if you look at no, no, if you look, no, at, no, look that, at no, what no, fans what, are saying,
1: that's not that's not what I disagree with. I disagree with the fact that because. I'm still like the the NFC, whatever's. I know the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl this year. The the what they did to the The Steelers yesterday. No, the Chiefs
0: have. Have have you? Did you actually watch throughout the season though the Chiefs? Because they had had a weird nights off.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that's not going to happen in the playoffs. I think that it happen.
0: I think the Chiefs are going to
1: pull the 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 Michael Jordan meme, where just like, and I took that personally, and they just (sighs) start destroying everyone.
0: I think that I think that Mahomes is going to have an off night. I think he's going to have an off night I against somebody. I've never uh, seen
1: Mahomes have an off night in an important game. I have. <laughs> what they definitely don't say the Super Bowl then because he had no help that game. It was. It was. Uh. It
0: was, there was a there was a game in the middle of the season where like they were on a very tough losing skid, and they played against a team. They were playing against a team that they should have won against, and then Mahomes yeah, well, just doesn't, doesn't do anything. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's important. Trying well, trying to stop a skid is important. Yeah, if you're any other team, but the Chiefs kind
1: of know, like they'll be. It's like how Seattle in the MLS. All Seattle knows is they need to make the playoffs, and then they'll be fine. And then obviously, like this past year, they got beaten by Narrative and Real Salt Lake. But you know, usually it's Seattle. All they need to do is make the playoffs, and they're like, okay, we can go from here.
0: Or I, it's either got, Portland or Seattle. I've got I've got the cards on this one. That's fair. Uh, anyway, I'm Jiggly. Kyle Murray's like five foot two. By the way, uh, I'm still odd on. <laughs> eat the rich